Yeah. We yeah, are, man. Is. Hey, we missed out last week. I we got a power outage, and this is show number 49. 49ers stink. We'll talk about that. We're even on dinners. But we lost out on Dave Linden because we had a power outage. So let's bring our boy back in. Hey, fat fish heads. It's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms. Fatfish. Sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, lap your fins for the fabulous Fatfish Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder and Brad Grunny Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks. There we are. Hey. You deserve fireworks, man. You, 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 for you to give up three dinners to me when you had a 3 nothing lead, all yeah. you had to do was one of the three fucking games, and you couldn't close it out, man. I don't know. You know, what can I tell you? I felt bad because, you know, I didn't want you to spend all that money. As my grandma would say, I didn't want you to spend all that money on me, you know. but uh, uh, I love to spend money on you. So, uh, hey, you know, what, what we've done, and first of all, how are you? I'm good, you know, very stressful, a lot of stuff going on in my life, but, uh, you know, I wake up every day, fresh slate, and uh, I, uh, I attack, I attack, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I have a lot of things that are pending that are very exciting, or could be very exciting. Well, that's how you're doing, you know, that's, that's, you're right, every day is a new, like your dad tells you, every day you start new, it's a new script, every day, you yeah. wake up, hopefully, and then and it's a, uh, and the sun will come out tomorrow. Was that from, from Annie, your dog? Right. Hey, I always, you know, how you doing? And we talk about our emails, but we have I, biggest fans on his pictures. What, what do you look like that watch Fat Fish? Look at this guy. <laughs> oh my God. What yeah. is that? Oh, goodness. Oh, well, that that's you talking about. You always talk about a certain appendage in your body that you can't see when you stand up. That's a look on the guy's face when you talk about it, right? Here's another one of our big fans from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Look at that back. Oh, wow. That man looks better than uh, Tom Sawyer in the, uh, in the what, what do you call those? Or, uh, what do you call those? That, uh, That's suspenders right there. The, the, are those suspenders? What, what do you call that outfit he's wearing with the pockets? What is that? Those are... Uh, it's like, I don't know, parachute pants, but dungaree. I, I, I don't know because I couldn't fit in that. That's the overalls. And is that a is that is he where is he a is that like a mullet or is that a is that a ponytail? What is that thing? I don't know. I, I'm more worried about why would you walk out with that much fuzz on your back? You are just a walking commercial for one of those. You see them all the time, the men's groomers and stuff like that. It's it's insane. All right, here here we go. We got some more from Missoula, Montana. Wow. Wow. Look at that. I don't know. <laughs> what is that? Is that a guy? Oh, that's oh boy. Oh boy. Oh good. He's a he's I would think he's a cross dresser or a, a trans, which is very beautiful. Uh I'd like him to trim the beard, wouldn't you? Both beards. Upstairs and downstairs. His name is Lancelot and wants to know what your availability is because you know he knows you're single. And you are you're open to anything, and Brad sure, does lift drives from the airport, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so, open to anything. What are you talking about? Yeah, look at this one. His friend. There you go. That's Brad. Oh. That's Brad's last date. Look at that scratch of the ass right there. Look at Brad's that's, face. Go on, Brad. That's on, sexy. That's sexy. I just want to. <laughs> it's more, it is sexy. The girl goes down. Uh, to, I don't know, clean her asshole out or something. What is she doing there? Ah, uh, she's scratching. For our listening audience on Podbean, thank you. Uh, it's a semi-attractive lady. She's got a little bit of a girth, but she's sticking her hand down her the back of her pants. Yeah. And she's, I don't know what she's, either she's going to pull a rabbit out or it's a good <laughs> good scratch. Beautiful. And that's right. in Montana? Where is that? Yeah. Um, this is, can only be. This is the brand. This is the Brad Grumberg Hall of Fame section at Walmart, and that's the uh, you know when you go, when Brad signs autographs. This is Brad's a warm up guy for a lot of sitcoms. That's his warm up right there. Oh, Explain, but how'd you find that one? You have snacks. Snacks could fit on that person's thigh right there. Yeah, I think is he. A, he, I, I think I recognize him. I think he's one of the Laker girls. Look, <laughs> yeah, look at he's got the colors. I mean. 
Here we go. We got some more. Yeah, two more. Two more fans. That yeah. is in, believe it or not, Boise, Idaho. Okay. Oh. Look at that. That's my kind. You know what? When you say you go, girl, explain yeah. this to our listening audience. What is that, Brad? That's a girl on a swing with a very large kuro. That means tush. Uh, but I, I like her. I, I love her. She's cute. She's uh, adorable. And she's looking back over her shoulder to say, come ride with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. Give me some digits. Let's get it on. You know. It's, a, it's debatable whether that's a woman or not, but we don't care. We don't go woke. We'll get her on. Batfish! Yes. Here's the last one of our family. This is this is someone you and I hang out at Nate Nell's Deli with. Look at that shirt. Nobody <laughs> knows. Perfect. <laughs> Aren't we all uh, lesbians? Because we all love the ladies. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know we all. Oh, God, I like that guy. That's funny. That's this funny. is a man for all this audience. It looks like the actor Ed Asner. If yeah, I had to give a visual, right, Greg, Brad? Yeah, and he's cool. wearing a T-shirt that says "Nobody knows I'm a lesbian." <laughs> I think more. I think he looks more like Uncle Charlie from My Three Sons or Freddie. Oh God, you got it! Right, wow, that's a reference. Yeah. My Three Sons. Wow. What was it? Chip, Ernie, and Rob are the names of the kids on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great show, right? Back in the day. Oh, it's great. Fred or Mertz. Or he could go Fred Mertz or Freddie Mertz. No, okay. Freddie Mertz was on the Lucy Show. Fred hmm. McMurray played the dad. And, oh, oh no, no, I know that. I'm just saying the guy looks like. Oh, he looks like Fred yeah. Mertz. Yeah, but I love yeah. the shirt. Nobody knows I'm a lesbian. Oh, I was great. That. And then wow. we'll talk about, you know, Apple wants to be a sponsor, possibly a fat fish. So we have a deal from. I want you to read this for our listeners and our viewing audience. Apple's new release. Apple announced today that it is it has developed a breast implant that can store the play <laughs> music and. IT will cost fourteen hundred to sixteen hundred and ninety nine dollars, depending on on the cup and the speaker size. This is considered a major social breakthrough because women are always complaining about men starting with their breasts and not listening to them. That's great. Oh. No, men staring at their breasts and not listening to them. It's called the eye tits. I think that's fantastic. That that's a winner right there, man. Yeah. So um wow. All right, pal. We we got a little comedy in there. Sometimes we we try, and sometimes we hit. And the Super Bowl. Okay, I want to go. I want to talk about not the game. We all saw the game. Yeah. We all have our the Shanahan. What what is he doing? Taking the fucking kick, and and taking the ball in overtime. What was your? You go first. What was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? And where did you watch the game? I watched the first half at uh, comedian Bruce Fine's house with his kids and. Uh, his friends, which I never met these people. I think they're from Central Casting. I don't know. He, he had to fill the room, but you know he's he's a great guy. Um, and, and then I came back for the second half watching my dad, my ninety-one and a half year old father. And it was a it was it was a I'll tell you, first half sucked. Second half was very exciting, unbelievable. Yeah, my favorite commercial um, is going to be. The Verizon commercial with the the uh, the button at the end, Jennifer Beals. I loved it when she was upstairs and she looked down at Aquaman and uh, Donald Faison and uh, I don't know the what other guy's name is from uh, that show, but uh, oh, I loved it. They, they, you know, they have that campaign. That was my favorite commercial. Maybe close uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with Danny DeVito. How about you? I got two. One was a Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck. Oh, that's Absolutely epic. Epic. Right. And there are actually bars that have contests. That's number one. The second one is there are actually bars that have contests for this. I've seen this. And you can win $100. Do your favorite Christopher Walken impression, one of your favorite actors. And they did a commercial where everyone's talking to Christopher Walken like they're Christopher Walken. Oh. It was fantastic. That was that was a good one too. Yeah, I, you know the, the the Super Bowl, Brad, because it went to overtime, made sixty million dollars more in revenue. Wow. It's the most watched TV show of all time. It beat Mash this past Super Bowl. But wow, Brad Grumberg is a celebrity, no, no. and they they're talking about the suites that were sold to celebrities. 
at Allegiant for the Super Bowl. There's Taylor Swift's suite. There's the Legend of Las Vegas suite. There's the Floyd Waymeather's suite. And Michael Rubin, who owns Fanatics and the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, in the Legend of Las Vegas, there was Guy Fieri, Gordon Ramsay. And then wait, we saw it on TV. Way in the corner, sitting by himself, while everyone's together, is a guy named Scott Thompson Carrot Top. You know very well. He looks so out of place. But if Brad Grumber was going to sit in one of those four suites, but Floyd Mayweather with all the, you know, a lot of hip hoppers and athletes in there. You had Michael Rubin who had Brady and DiCaprio, but, you know, the huge. And then the Taylor Swift suite with Jason Kelsey. Which one are you sitting in? Carrot Top, baby. All the way. I love Scott Thompson. He's my boy. He's my boy. Yeah. Like, you know, like you say, he looked out of place. He looked in place. He was perfect. He didn't look like you know what he was in. He was in. He was in Carrot Top. He didn't. You know, when we when we did the podcast with him, he's Carrot Top. But but everyone was dressed in like suits and looking. You know, the three thousand dollar Armani's and Carrot Top's Carrot Top. And I just wish I could have been yeah. in that suite with he's him because he would have hung out with you and me other than the Gordon Ramsays and the Fieri. You know that. The what? He would have if we're in that suite, the Legend of Las Vegas suite, and Carrot Top's in there, which he was. He would have been hanging out with you and me instead of talking to the other big wigs of, of Las course. Vegas. Wayne Newton was in that suite. Wayne Newton didn't look like Tony Orlando should have been in that suite, but he wasn't. I don't think he was there. But the, no, I thought Scott Thompson is a legend in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, I mean, you know, Wayne Newton and Carrot Top. And Scott Thompson is his real name. Uh, I call him Scotty Boy. But uh, yeah. Anytime you're with Scott, you have a good time. Didn't we, you know, didn't we have a great time doing the podcast with oh, him? Sticky Paws. Please go back. I think this podcast, God, it's gonna be in the 30s. We did it in November. So go back. Oh, we'll I'll, I'll get it back to you on our on our on our email. Um, but yeah, Sticky Paws Studios. Thanks, John Orlando. That was the most fun I've had. Yeah. Um, because I have to look at you the whole time. It was hanging out with him. His Jay Leno stories, everyone, forget it. Go see his oh, show. Brad's seen his show 140 times. I've seen it twice. Phenomenal. I yeah. would, I would personally, I would like to be in the Michael Rubin suite because there's a lot of models and there's a lot of athletes. Mayweather has his crew. Yeah. The Las Vegas legend's great. Okay. Swift. Um, I hate Kansas City. I'm a Raider fan. Can you tell? Can you no, tell Gabriel? Well? Hey, no, shout out to the. Uh, to the staff at the Raiders that are watching this right now. We're turning Grunny from a Golden State Raiders. Raiders to a Raider Nation. Um, I couldn't Raiders stand I would, I would be in the Michael Rubin suite, but that's me personally. A um, couple more. Look at this. This is great. You'll love this. This this, this pertains to you. Okay. These are the drunk drunkest NFL fan bases. Believe it or not, the Tennessee Titans are number one. That most of their fans, I don't know where they got this from, but this is all over Instagram and the internet. And, and and X, which is formerly Twitter. Yeah. That's crazy. It means everyone walking out of there is drunk. And the yeah. lowest one was the was the Chiefs. And right. the Raiders are Raider do in there. Yeah, I like Raider Nation. Top what top six there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Raiders. Well, the Colts. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Packers maybe because there's nothing to do there, but look at your your mullet haired girlfriend with extra thirty two teeth. Raiders, I get it, it's the Raiders, but so Seattle's a great. I don't. I don't. I. I. I would have got that. That I, I. I want your take on it. And when you go to a sporting event, Brad, do you drink? Uh, not really. It depends. It, I. I don't drink beer. I drank so much in college. Uh, I like cocktails. I'll have a cocktail or two. But the question I have for you is, aren't these based on fights in the uh, in the in the crowd? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, the Tennessee. I've never been to Nashville, never been to that stadium, but Indianapolis are beautiful stadiums. It's a fan base. I would, I would have thought, and I don't want to piss anybody off. Bills Mafia would have been up there. The Giants, you know, New Yorkers. I mean, look at the Bears. The Bears are lower. The Chargers, yeah. I get it. People in LA don't give a shit. They're eating sushi at, at SoFi. You've been to the games over there. Yeah. You know, they don't. They, they don't have. They don't have the typical wine by the glass at the, at, at the concession stand. It's all the the Portofinos. Something that's high priced. Check this out. You'll love this one, buddy. Oh, oh. Where will Andy Reid visit or eat after the game? Burger King plus four hundred. <laughs> McDonald's. We did this with you last week. Five Guys, Wendy's, yeah. uh, Fat Boys. You never heard of uh, 
Shake Shack, which we talked about, White Castle. This guy is the biggest hamburger eater on the planet. I, I've never seen a guy that just talks about eating hamburgers. That's his main dish. I worry about him. It's not a healthy thing, but it's nice to know that in Kansas City, he's never paying for a burger. Right. And I heard they opened a new uh, place in Vegas. What a burger. Yeah, what? that's Mark Wahlberg's. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That no. What a burger is not Mark Wahlberg. That's uh, um, uh. Let's see. It's Wal. Oh, it's Wahlburgers, isn't it? Wahlburgers, right? Right. What a burger! I was in Tucson. When I went to school there. I used to go there all the time. That's the best. Oh, great hamburger! What a burger! Right. Wahlburgers right. is the is the family. Right. Exactly. Did you ever have Smash? Was it Smash Guys? Is that what it is? Smash. Smash uh, burgers. Oh no. Smash burgers good. Five Guys is in Tucson. I ate that by Max's dorm one yeah, time. There's okay. great burgers, oh. but look, in and out. We talk. I'm a burger guy too. Yeah. What? Yeah. I never got that from you. What's your favorite burger? If you have a favorite uh, burger. What's your favorite? What's Brad Grumberg's favorite burger? I mean, you know, I'm a huge McDonald's fan, but pound for pound, and the price, I love In and Out, double double, animal style, extra onions, grilled onions, raw onions, bring it on. And you know, give me two of those. Give me, give me two. I get down two double double animal style burgers at one at In and Out Burger. That's wow. that's heaven on earth for me. How about that's you? Great. What do you like? Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of uh, what's we call it. I love Five Guys. I love it. I love Five Guys. I like Smash Burger. I like the pack. I like the burgers that I could actually build myself you know uh-huh. that's huge for me uh-huh. and uh you know i mean look i like cooking my own burger i like grilling so what are you gonna do it's just, to me it's it's uh you know you get the special meat you get like veal in there with with the ground beef and mix it together what do you do with family events like uh, fourth of july parties what, what do you I, you know i cook i cook a great turkey burger oh and, and i and i put avocado and fresh onion on it Oh, that's and I idea. melt pepper jack cheese on the grill on top of it, and then I grill the corner on top. Look at this guy; he's ovulating. Ooh, and, I'm uh, popping a chubby right now. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's great. Let's uh, let's change gears a little bit. We're doing topics today, and we're going to get into some family stuff. And you know, sometimes you got to get real on this show. And and you know, um, I'm going to lead with these two guys and leading something to happen at the Chiefs parade, which I want to just uh, I'm sick oh. over. But look, shout out to these two guys. Brad, if everyone knows who watched the Chiefs parade on Tuesday, there was a there was a mass shooting where a poor young lady was killed and 22 were injured. And these two guys, Trey Filter on the our left, when you're watching this, and Paul Contreras on the right, they tackled one of the guys and put their lives on the line while he's shooting. Yep. And uh, it brings up something that is going to piss off a lot of our viewers because there's 215 million gun carriers in the, in the United States, and I'm all for that. But what I'm not for is, and I'll come out and say it, and I'm going to piss people off a little, I'm not for the assault weapons on the street with the 100-round clips. I just don't understand where in the Second Amendment, let me go on this and you go, that was written in the 1780s for guys having muskets to shoot rabbits to eat and worried about the British coming back. I don't know where we have this gun love, and we just, every time it happens, Democrats and Republicans say the same thing. It's horrible. We got to pray for the families. We have to do better background checks and mental illness checks. How do you fix this? Too many guns in entertainment. You know, you see these, uh, you know, movies. You see these TV shows, and they glorify it. And these kids see it. How about the video games? Right, Call of Glory, all this crap. Let me tell you something. You know, we got to stop it. I mean, I understand people want to protect themselves. I was I was a victim of a violent crime when I was 22. I was held up at a bank machine in Beverly Hills and shot at, but I slipped like curly from the Three Stooges, and the guy missed me. And I and and so you know why he missed me? So I could do this fucking podcast. I lived I lived another day so I could hang out with the fish man. But no, uh, when you're a victim of a violent crime, it's one of the scariest things that anybody could ever uh, go through. I just want to do a shout out to Lisa Lopez, who's a DJ in uh, in Kansas City, a 
big, uh, you know, a radio personality, um, a wonderful woman, you know, beautiful family uh, member. They talked about her. She was just there celebrating. Wrong place, wrong time. And by the way, they, they arrested two, two juveniles. Juveniles had these guns, man. And it's just unbelievable. You're there to celebrate something so wonderful. And look, somebody loses their life. It's terrible. I, we well, uh, let's get let's let's get a little controversial. We we controversy here. We should be the gold standard in the way things are run in the world. Everyone looks to America all throughout the decades to, for guidance, for right. leadership, for money because of the richest country. But the way we handle our gun laws and what's going on with the mass shootings, my wife has a lot of family in Australia, and they haven't had a mass shooting since 1988, and they won't move back. And my brother-in-law says, "Look, I'm a gun guy." I'm afraid to take my kids to the mall when I go to the United States, you know, and there's no fixing it because everyone has a right to have a gun. Right. I read my comp from Adolf Hitler. Interesting read. And he once said in 1938, I could never overtake America. 1938, because every American is armed. Who said this? Movie you, you, wanted, you wanted to try out for, but you didn't have the physical attributes for Red Dawn. That's, yeah. that's basically a story about young Patrick Swayze and, and C. Thomas Howell. The, go back and watch that movie before. Yeah. The Russians and the Cubans land and the country, and they defended because every American was armed. I get that. I'm not, I'm not against taking your guns. I'm against trying to figure out a way where we could be safe, and I don't think I can. No. There's no answer. Zero. There's too, too many guns in, in America, and I love Australia. They, they know what they're doing. No mass in 88. I think, uh, what's the other? Oh, also New Zealand. It's, you know, I guess that's part of Australia. In a, in a, it's like Orange County, Los Angeles, or San Diego. But uh, I, no. talk, I talked to a member of the NRA just yeah. to prepare myself for this. They said, you know what, Fish? That's great. What you say is great because all of us that respect guns hate these, these assholes that do this and makes us look bad because it's true. 99% of gun owners are are, are are responsible but then he made the stupid comment that i hate that i all say you know if you took all the guns away people would be killing each other with knives i said uh, no one's gonna shoot a knife 22 people and kill someone without getting tackled you know yeah unless you're jet lee or one of these great you know you're 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 schwarzenegger or or, or uh what's his face stallone in the movie where you're a superhero and you have that it it's just not happening it just bothers me because we grew up in a time we had gun shootings back when we were kids, yeah. stuff like that. But because but, of the anger of this nation and and the lack of leadership on both both sides, mm -hmm. I got to get real with you. I don't know how to fix. I don't know how to fix it. And it bothers me because I have a young son and a granddaughter, and you want to see them have a you know a future without fear. Yeah. There's just too many guns in this world. What about the school shootings? How about the mother and the father that, that buy the kid the gun, right? They don't lock it away. What are you buying your son a gun for at that age? He's mentally ill. He takes the gun and kills four, four people. Four of Hold that thought. I got to let Molly out because she gets jealous when we're doing that. She jumps on the window. Would you work I, into the budget uh, a dog, uh, a dog it's walk? It's unbelievable. I can't. She's too What's big. What's wrong with you? Get Molly's your size. You met her. A multi-millionaire. Why don't you get a dog walker, man? All right, sweetie. Let's yeah. go. Molly is the sweetest golden. Oh, so sweet. But, uh, yeah, no, no. It's, it's crazy. Valentine's Day with Brad. And Annie's got some nuggets in his, in his little Valentine's with that. It would be that way this guy's talking to him, though. I, I I took the floor when you moved uh, Molly outside. Uh, I would love people's comments. Uh, I would love people to uh, send you uh, in the comment section what they think about guns. You know, I mean, I I'll tell you something. You know, when a person uses a gun, the intended target usually gets away, and and the the the, the mother or the little baby driving by in their car, they get killed. It's always right. the person the wrong place, wrong time. It's horrible. It's such a loaded question. It's such a loaded subject. It's it's horrible. I'm it's not... horrible, but I want to I want to attack it because you know I I was yeah. I did topics and someone said fish. What's your brand? You and Granny seem to go through life happy go lucky, but we we have the same fears you do. And Brad was the victim and shot at. You know, mm -hmm. and it it's it's scary. Yeah, but it's very scary. No, it's 
it's it's a scary world right now and we try to bring entertainment at least i do he's can't wait to get out of here so he can go eat you know so um and then we got let's let's segue to this it looks like (laughs) you'll love this meme we're gonna have a steel cage match in november of 2024 of two 80 year olds i you know i gotta ask you this question first i'll get to the meme when you're 80 years old in your 80s why the fuck would you want the job of being the president of the united states when all you should be doing is being on a golf course or going on a cruise hanging with your wife the grandkids it's the most stressful job on the planet jill biden said brad quote my husband gets a phone call almost every night at four or five in the morning he loses sleep it's very sad well wait a minute you knew that when you took the fucking job right now here comes round two so let's do the tale of the tape before we give your thoughts this was taken a couple of years ago. Trump goes at 6'3", Biden's six feet. Trump was 236, Biden's 211. Age was 70 and 73. Well, now it's 79 and 82, you know? Right. I, you I, know, I, this yeah. is Trump's quote. You know when he's Mr. Tough, okay? When he's standing behind a microphone by himself. And then Biden said, I wish we were in high school and get him behind the gym. I knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Biden, uh, I voted for him. I like him. He's done some great things. He was handed a shit show by uh, Uncle Lumpy Trumpy. But, you know, I think both of them are too old. Um, I told you when I met Trump. Did I tell you that story? I think yeah. I yeah. I met him, too. I told you that story. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. When he, when he came into mom's, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, he claims he doesn't drink. Trump. I don't believe anything he says. I don't believe it. I think he does. With Stormy Daniels, he had a couple of cocktails before they uh, did the masking. I know. I was in the my room. favorite. My favorite Trump line is he comes out and he, you know, he says, "When I become president in 2024, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after Crooked Joe because of his dealings with Hunter Biden." And they asked Biden what he thought about that, and he goes, "If I were him." And goes, I'd be more worried about him and Bill Clinton seeing these tapes that Giselle Maxwell has of of them with 15-year-olds on Epstein Island. And yep. Trump says, what am I worried What do I have to be worried about? I was divorced at the time. Oh, <laughs> he, he didn't get it that they're 15-year-olds. 15, so, yeah, he He's, but remember, he remember when the, the great thing about Uncle Lumpy Trumpy is remember the stock market crashed, uh, what, 2008 or whatever, or real estate crash. He'd, he'd already uh, cleaned his portfolio. He sold out. He didn't lose any money. And he always is the guy that never loses money, always wins. He's such a liar. We all lose in life, you know? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. And who buys all this crap? He's got a huge following, dude. He's got a huge high piper following. I'll tell you one second. Any politician's full of shit. They don't. They don't give a shit about us. They care about getting reelected, correct? And to answer your question, they they might be in their eighties, but let me tell you, they they have huge. Both of them have huge egos, huge egos. And to be president, not you know, they have enough money. They don't need the, this job. Look, look at Obama, greatest president we've ever had. I loved him. I love him today. And his wife. Look how much it aged him eight years in office. Wow. Have you seen a picture of him lately? Damn. And he's a good No, shape. I haven't. I, I know oh Biden's God. age. I can see Biden's age, and he's tough. You know, he's a tough guy. They're both, they both have charisma and yeah. what have you. I don't. I, I just don't. Look, this is going to sound horrible for our older audience, because, look, I'll be 64, and you're, you know, 38, but you're getting up there. <laughs> I want... I'm glad that older people could do things and, and be active. Yeah. But I'm always for the younger mind. I want to know what the younger mind thinks because you got to relate to them. They're the future of your country right. and what have you. And do you relate to the TikTok generation? And I, you're right. Was it Teddy Roosevelt who said, let me get this wrong. Someone's going to come on and correct me in a comment. I'm a politician, quote. Yeah. If I'm not kissing your baby, I'm stealing their lollipop. And that's one of the greatest lines. It's just what you said. They're all special interest groups, you know. Yeah. Hillary took money from the NRA. But they're all taking, every single politician is taking lobby money. You know, that's fine. That's part of your campaign. But what are you, it's, what are you doing? Let me ask you this, Fish. You're smarter than me. This crazy politician. 
politics. How does a guy named George Santos get in the party with all of this? Does anybody do a background check on this fucking asshole? No one did a background check. I mean, he's in Congress. What is going on here? Georgie Porgy, they got you, motherfucker. I mean, it's like he snuck into the movies. You know, he snuck in. Here's what we lack. I'm going to move on. And we got some better, more lighter things to talk about. But it's good to get, because people say, we want to hear what you and Granny think about life, because you've been there. When Reagan when Reagan had um, Tip O'Neill as a Speaker of the House, and I'll go into Clinton and Newt Gingrich, right? They both said, you know what? Newt Gingrich and Tip O'Neill said, quote, Tip O'Neill said, I couldn't stand President Reagan. I thought he was a son of a bitch. Same thing with Gingrich. I couldn't stand Bill Clinton. But they both said, at the end of the week, at the end of the day, we did what was right for the country. You don't see both parties getting together to do what's right for the country. It's all anger, and it's all agendas, and who suffers? We do, you know? Yeah, and at this point in the world, and then this point in our lives, we need to all come together and to fix this shit. I mean, Ukraine, Israel, all this stuff. The poor people of Palestine. I mean, all this crap. But the thing we're doing is, you know, Uncle Lumpy Trumpy split the country, right? We got the people, you know, these people that love him, hate Democrats. This is how we're going to do it. This is not a time to be, you know, divisive. You know, this is the time to come together as one. It's the United States of America. We're all Americans. And we all got to come together and make this world a better place. It, I mean, they're laughing at us around the world. You know that. They're laughing at us. I mean, you know, I mean, I look well, at... Well, they're laughing, but, you know, they still no, need us. At the no, end I talk to people in my lift who come pick up from the airport. They're laughing. They're laughing. It's sad. It's the greatest country in the world, but people are laughing. And, uh, you know, I would love to get a Beto in there or, or Gavin Newsom or somebody young. It's time. These old fogies, they did their they did their stuff. It's time for them, you know, to be, you know, kind of ride off into the sunset, right? Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's it. it it's it's I don't know, ride into the sunset. If you're capable of doing the job, like I said, no, you know, I, someone could come on and comment and say, why why are those two assholes Fish and Grunny on there? It should be they should do a guy that looks like Fish at twenty five, and a guy that looks like Grunny at twenty five, but then they wouldn't have our wisdom. It'd be more like. Did you see the TikTok video that they, they're bringing the guy back that made a lot of money during COVID when he's drinking cranberry juice on a skateboard and singing Stevie Nicks songs? Remember that guy? Oh, I love and that guy. Every generation has their stick. Um, we live in the past, you and I, because the past was good. You, you want to move on? I think we should. Okay. You know what? One thing Trump did say, he walked down uh, a couple of years when he was the president, he walked on, on the steps of the White House and he looked up and, and um, the, one of the White House reporters said, what are you smiling for, Mr. President? And he goes, spring, tra spring trains starting today. And he goes, with all the stuff going on, you're thinking about baseball? He goes, yeah. He goes, because when spring, the weather's going to start getting good and baseball is what this country is about. And I, that's the one thing I agree with the guy that's about good. baseball starting yeah. for us. Dodger fans, I, I I'm gonna come to LA. But I'll tell you what. Please we're don't. We're gonna go to a game together. That's a promise this year, and I can get tickets, and we'll do a a, a podcast. They allow us just sitting in the stands, not you eating Dodger dogs and peanuts and all this shit. But <laughs> look at the starting lineup. You're gonna have Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani, Max Muncy. That's your, and then Will Smith, not the actor, the real the real Will Smith, the ball player. Yeah. Yep, yep. We're, uh, we're, we're going to have a fucking great team, don't you think? Great team. I love the coach. But here's the problem, Fish. We always find a way to lose. We did uh, win. Relax for a second, tough guy. We we won during COVID, right? We won, we won in 2020, okay? But I think we should be a dynasty like Kansas City Chiefs. Look at the, we're we're so top heavy. We have, I mean, oh, and then what about uh, Otani's uh, best friend from Japan, Mar Marimoto? What, what is yeah, Yamashiro. Yeah, Yamashiro. Oh, he's great. Tyler, 
Wait, Tyler Glosser they got from Tampa Bay. They right. they awesome. they bring Kershaw back. Yeah. Their their budget, their payroll for this year is the same as your food budget for a week. Four hundred forty million. <laughs> my hamburgers, just my hamburgers. Listen to me, buddy. Here's the story. It doesn't matter how much talent you have, okay? It's how all these guys play together. That's why I love Steve Kerr. Look at all these superstars, and they all pass the ball. They all get touches, and they play as a team. They win as a team. They lose it as a team. But you, sir, you know, I'm telling you, the Dodgers have been loaded for a couple of years, and they always find a way to lose. Something happens. I don't, you know, I'm a big Dodgers fan like you. There was a pubic hair difference. LeBron James was this close to being a warrior. I know you heard that. That was yeah, all yeah. over the LA news. And I thought yeah. Brad's going to go crazy. That happens by the time we do this podcast. Brad's going to have LeBron's picture in back of him on his wall. I mean, it came really close. And LeBron nixed it at the end. I'm thinking, could you? I don't know what they would have given up because he's almost 40 years old. I didn't see what the package was. But Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, just Steph playing along with LeBron is something that that would be great because you look at these great look at the Suns. You got Beal, okay. You got Kevin Durant. You got it's just crazy. The, the, uh, okay. Look okay. at all the great hey. okay. Kyrie Irving on Dallas with Doncic. I mean, it's crazy. Great players in the NBA. I mean, these. I mean, it, you, you could say the NBA right now has the most talented. Oh, wait a minute. Guys, just just came in. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo was suspended for two games for having performance-enhancing drugs in his system. What? That's breaking news. Like my, I when I'm doing this, yeah. I have an app that comes in with sports news. Jimmy wow. G, breaking news. <laughs> what is he doing? I, I look. I know he loves it. I know he. I'm not. I know he loves the ranches down in Pahrump. Yeah. But what's he putting in his system to keep these girls? He just got suspended two games next year. For performance and that, is that Viagra or what? What, what are you playing? Uh, Viagra's not a performance enhancing. Well, it's well, a performance well, enhancing well, substance. What did you just say? Say that again. What is Viagra? A perform- performance enhancing drug. Ass. Think about it. Or did he get a shot in the peepee? You know the porno stars. You know they get the shot in the peepee. What? I can't believe he. Are you, he's going to be suspended two games. Two games. I'm not kidding. Fact check that. He's, uh, yeah, just came up. Is his so, career over? I mean, look, he's not a member of the Raiders. We're jumping and jumping back and forth between basketball, baseball. Um, I'm melancholy because I'm a big giant football fan, and now I have to go through eight months of talking to you and not having football. We'll get excited about the draft, but I'm gonna root for your Warriors. They had a big win the other night. They're they're an exciting team. He, say what you want about Steve Kerr. That team is always ready to play, yeah. and they're exciting. And you know what? They're dedicating. This season, thank God, thank God to the the, the coach that died of a heart attack, and yeah. that's that's good, good, good karma. A lot of the coaches, Steve included, went to uh, Serbia for his funeral, and I thought that was wonderful. I mean, he was so loved, so loved uh, in San Francisco, and uh, you know, fans love this guy, and it's just it's such a shame. Every day's a gift. You and I have talked about that, right? Don't sweat the small stuff. Get rid of this shit in your life, all the people, because one day you're here, one day you're gone. And that guy was at dinner. He was at dinner with the other coaches and the team, and that's it. Drop dead. Ah, fish. That's why we're doing this show, buddy. Touch lives. Sometimes, you know, you got to get real, and it's a sad thing that happened, but it's a way. Look, I know he's one of your dear friends. But I'm, as a layman, as an outsider, the one thing I've noticed about Steve Kerr, even before we started doing this and I knew that you were friends with him, is no team, he's a perfect guy because of his leadership to guide that team through, through a crisis like this. I mean, he is, you hear the players talk about him, and every one of those players would take a bullet, no pun intended, for our Second Amendment. Yes. They take a bullet for the guy. And, you know, I can only, I, I, what I saw about Steve Kerr is, you went to go see them play the Clippers. They lose, and he comes out and does a comedy. Kick. You know, some coaches wouldn't do that. Some coaches yeah. take losses, and he, he he had enough class to come out there and do a little gig for you on your phone that we could put on the show. 
and that's a class act. He is the greatest. I mean, I love him because he's won nine rings and he's always in the background, you know, when they're giving the trophy, you know, the Larry Bryan trophy. They're always, he's always in the background, pushes his players to the front because he's so humble and grateful. He is the same guy that I met, well, when I played against him in high school, when I played for the University High School Warriors. Jump ball, you need get it. Jump ball, you need get it. Jump ball, you need get it. And do you know why I know the cheers, Fish? Because I never played. So I was 12th man on the bench, and I just looked at the cheerleaders and memorized all the cheers. I'm very, my parents were very proud. But I will say one thing. Then I went to the University of Arizona with him, same guy, and I, I, I told the story about our final drama 140. He was going to fail, and Bruddy came through, baby. I got him all the answers, if you know what I mean, because I studied so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, better, your son was a better student. If they did a movie version of your life based on The Sopranos, you'd be the character Heshi that was on that show. Yeah, yeah. The Jewish, the Jewish guy that knew how to schmaltz everybody, get everything, schmooze, never had to pull a gun out, and he got right. all they could get the Tony Soprano and his family everything they needed without having to be the the hard guy, the tough guy. That's Brad yeah. Grumberg, you know. I like that. That's you know what, you're a great con man. What can I tell you? <laughs> con man, I'm not a con man. I'm a happy you man. You called me to do this fucking show with you. God damn. No, 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 my other way around. You're the one who came to me. Don't you remember now? The no, amnesia. I thought it was mutual. I thought you said fish. No, no, no. Fish, you you're a good looking man for your age. If I put you on with me, maybe yeah, I can be a way man. Which you is a show what? that you created. Fun. I gave it some thought. I talked to some people. People go, who the hell is Fish? I go, I like this guy. He's a good man. He's very, uh, he keeps talking about his ass in the, in, in the 80s. Uh, by the way, somebody asked me a question to ask you. When you're at the bar, you're one of the best bartenders that I've ever seen. You really, you know, you mix the drinks, you keep people happy, you keep them laughing at your, your horrible jokes. Um, you, what do you do when it's really, really slow? I mean, do you, I mean, do you go and go in the kitchen, talk to the boys? I find I, I have to move around. You know, I've ADJ, so I'm, I do a lot of side work. I clean, not to say that my bosses are watching. And then when I get all the cleaning done, I'll have something to eat. But I'm lucky. I always have, see, graveyard's busy usually between 12 and 2.30. And then you get the stragglers. And if I have two people in there, like last night, I'm bullshitting. I'm talking. And they don't talk. And you got to be attentive to these people because they're gambling. Right. If it's really slow, I'll eat. I have nine TVs in there. Stuff like that. I'll turn the sound on. I'll watch TV. Um, and, you know, it goes fast. It does. Um, yeah. Most of my career as a bartender, I don't have that luxury. It's always busy. Stuff right. like that. But, yeah. Oh, you I mean, got you got to be on your toes to be a bartender. I mean, yeah, I'll tell you. You, do. you gotta, really got to multitask. You got to read the room. Re reading the room is the number one monitor i could ever use for bartending so all right i got a question for you okay you had a pick and i'll go i'll go second if you had to pick one dinner that your grandmother nanny made for you especially because and she didn't give a shit your brother and sister were there she made it for you and they had to eat it what is it Okay, she made the most incredible chopped liver. I don't like liver, but I like her chopped liver, and she made it from scratch, okay? God bless And then you. the other thing that was unbelievable when I went over her apartment, she went to Diamond Bakery and got the, the Friday challah uh, because the egg bread comes with extra sugar. I didn't even know any of this fucking crap. But we go back to her. Then we go to Hughes Market and at 2 o'clock chickens came out and she loved to be first when all the hot chickens came out uh, <coughs> just three chickens and i swear to god me and my brother and my sister would be in front of this you know this heat heater apparatus thing you know this thing where they put all the chickens and my grandma would be elbowing people out of the paint like she said, okay, hold this one, Bradley. Hold this one, Greg. Hold this one, Jim. And we'd all be sitting there with like six uh, chickens. And then out of those, you put them in our cart and pick the best ones. And then we'd go back to her apartment. 
she put when the mayo comes out of the sandwich sides, kind of like a, a beautiful girl with beautiful breasts, you know, the meat on the sides, you know, of a pair of uh, you know, you know, either they're real or they're real expensive breasts. Uh, that's what I love. And she used to make my chicken sandwich toasted challah, toasted egg bread. Oh, and then she took the chicken off piece by piece and laid it on this on the bread. And oh, I miss her. I miss those sandwiches. So it's chopped liver and chicken sandwiches. That's what I miss. Those are the two things I love from when she made. She made a lot of other things, but those are the two. We got a little static going on there. Do we? I can get rid of that. Let's, let's do this. You're the man. Buddy, you're the man. What about you? Right. What, did your, what was your favorite that your grandma cooked for you? My grandfather, Lenny. You saw oh. a picture of him. He made, and she she complimented, he made the most wonderful steak on a grill. I, I don't, I, I, I watched him grill. He was a griller. Okay. He could grill a steak. And he, he's taught me to put a, see, he would use the whole grill, the steak, the chops, the burgers. I learned, and this is, this is not, you ever put the corn on the cob in tin foil and then grill that? Right. Oh. oh. And then grand and then Nanny made this wonderful au gratin potatoes with 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 onions. Oh. And she put oregano and thyme in there. And then the green beans. And that was what I liked. So my my siblings had a <laughs> had to deal with them. They liked it too. But he, the steak that he cooked, he never gave me the recipe. The guy died in nineteen eighty three. He's on his deathbed. And I said, Pop, I'm your favorite your your favorite relative. So I do anything for you. I go, what are you putting in your fucking steak? That's like what he said. He goes, I'm taking it to my deathbed. <laughs> no, he did. Did he really? Oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. So much love for your grandson, right? Oh, it was great. That you is. Know. So, you, know, that, you know, there's something very special about grandparents. What's that? You, there's something very special about grandparents and oh. the relationship with their grand grandkids and i had i was my grandma's favorite she came out and it was it was it was all organic i didn't say oh i want to be my grandma's favorite i just love being around her and that cackle and that laugh and so many things and i'm telling you kids today you go see your grandparents because they're not going to be here forever and also they live vicariously through you when you go see them you talk they want they want to know about your life what's going on who you're dating How's uh, you know? How's the how's it at the office? What do you want to do? That's how they stay. Uh, that's how they stay young, and uh, and that's how they say they really stay happy. You know, and I see a lot of grandkids. They don't even see their grandparents, or even let alone call their grandparents. So stupid. They're idiots. Sorry, I don't know. Any, I don't know anyone. I, you know, my grandparents on both sides. Uh, really really shaped my life and you know my parents went through divorce and stuff like that and the grandfathers were always there and the grandmothers and you go to my grandma you tell me, Lenny you walk in there's one closet did Nanny Klein ever have this the one closet had the mothballs in it that, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like what the fuck is this then you say okay is that smell from the mothballs going to get into the kitchen when she's cooking the liver and all that shit it never did the plastic on the sofas the you plastic know. <laughs> Unbelievable! I go, nanny. I want to sit on the sit on the plastic. I go, and then my grandma, when we we leave, she you know draw the shades. I go, nanny, why are you drawing the shades? It's it's the sun's not coming. Oh, you don't know. It comes in later, and and it might uh, um, you know when the sun comes onto the it uh, it'll ruin it'll ruin the uh, the uh, the sofa, right? It'll make it lighter. It'll, it'll draw it out. I'm like, Nanny, how do you know this, though? I know. She knows everything. She's the, the uh, weather person. She knows everything. The Altacockers called it slip covers. And I had my yeah. grandparents had a whole living room of a, 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 a sectional couch and a, and a uh, reclining chair that had slip covers. And no one was allowed to sit on it. Like it's in the showroom. Do you have that also? Yeah. Said, wait, wait, Nanny, pop. I call him Pop. Pop. Yeah, yeah. What, you, what is this? You can't sit on it? No. Nope. Yeah. Then why is it here? Yeah. What well, exactly? Yeah. I, we are so glad. We're blessed. Blessed man with grand, great, 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 great grandparents. You know, both of us. But uh, we're lucky. We're we lucky. Miss you. 
I Ooh, want to. I got a picture of one. I, I'm gonna. I, like I said, this is not scripted. I throw Brad everything. Uh -huh. Quickness and his brilliance helps make this the shitty podcast that is. And who's the most elegant actress you've ever worked with or seen? Could be someone from the past. Elegant. Only one. There's one. There's one. Jessica Lansbury. Murder She oh. Wrote. The best. She knew everybody. Okay, so I was a background. Angela artist. Lansbury, you mean? Angela, I'm screwing Jessica. Who's Jessica Angela Lansbury? Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Sorry. Okay. Mur Murder She Wrote. Yeah. I, I I was a background artist for two and a half years because I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn the set because acting class doesn't translate to a set. So many other things are happening on a set that you don't experience until you get there. So uh, my acting coaches were Jess, uh, uh, Angela Lansbury, and you won't believe this other one, Scott Bayo. Okay, Charles in charge. Scott Bayo. Yes, no. Scott Bayo is the most amazing guy. He treats his crew great. He knew his lines. All the actors loved him. And I was a background artist in the pizza parlor, and I would just watch him all day. And he was the nicest guy. And I still, you know, whenever I see him, I mention that and we laugh. But I can't stand the guy. I, no, I, got, I got a bad story. I, well, he he told me he can't stand you. Well, let me tell you, you, are, you go, it's not what you think, but go ahead, keep, keep your story. I'll tell you why I don't like Bottom it. Bottom line is, you asked me the question, Angela Lansbury taught me so much. Do you know she knew she was on point, always on time, knew the crew's name, first and last names. And then when she would work with the actors, she knew her lines and the actors' lines that she's working with. That's unheard of. Her lines and the other other actors' lines. And she was executive producer. She ran a great set, top-notch food. I worked with Tom Bosley. I worked with so many legends. Everybody wanted to be on Murder She Wrote because of her. So that's my girl. Make do you sure think her, that because you what you're just telling me, you think her professionalism rubbed off on you? You know everyone else's lines. You're a true professional on your craft, right? Absolutely. Listen, if you don't learn from the people that come before you, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, right. all you know, I know I have friends that go, ah, they have egos, I'll do it my way. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Trust me, they slip and fall. Okay. All right. I hate know-it-alls. I hate egomaniacs, narcissists. Shut the fuck up. Listen to Angela. She's been doing this all her fucking life since she was right. a little kid. She knows more than you, asshole. Really? And Scott Bale the same. He was Bugsy Malone. Remember that movie? Oh, my goodness. Great fuck movie. him. Tell you what. All I right. never met the guy. Tell me, tell I'll tell you why you I don't mean. like the guy. All right? Yeah. I never met him. I'm going a different way. My sister in high school, and she's still a gorgeous girl, very pretty woman. Why don't you introduce us? I can't be related to you. I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't afford you food twice at dinner at the fucking holiday. I know it sounds like an old joke, but your sister you, would love me. Look at, no Look at this. Look at this. Make a long story short. Look at this. Friend, Kim. Oh, yeah. How okay. handsome. You so are handsome. Jamie, my sister Jamie had this friend, Kim. I had the biggest fucking crush on Kim. I'm not going to give her a last name. Uh, because it she was drop dead gorgeous, right? And I, I said, I gotta fix me up with this girl because Jamie's three years old. So no, she's going out with Scott Bale. <laughs> I got a Scott Bale story. Uh, toys for Tots. You know that? Remember they raised toys for kids. Yeah. It was on Channel Five. K, uh, yeah, Channel Five. I went down to KTTV, KTLA, and I watched it. I was in the green room. And I was dishing on Blair from Fox of Life. This guy was dishing on Blair. And she was she was laughing at my jokes. She was in into the man, into Mr. Snacks. And then all of a sudden, guess who walks up? Scott Bale. Scott Bale cock blocked me, man. It was over. I went back to the dugout. She looked at me and she goes, yeah, whatever, and walked away with him. I go, Scott, give me one, baby. Blair was looking so, she still looks great, but oh man, I'll never forget that. I was so sad. I mean, all my lines were working, everything, but 
Scott Bale cock blocked me, and that was a looking dude. Yeah, right. well, he's out of nowhere. Absolutely, yeah. Kind of like you. I got this one. And I got we got we gotta finish this up. I got two great memes about life. I want you to go. All one's right. about an actor I want you to comment, but this is my that's Greta Garbo. Uh-huh. All right. One of the most famous actresses of all time. And I'm into watching the classics. I love everything from Casablanca, from Here to Eternity, on the waterfront. I think those actors set the tone for the Brad Grumbergs. And like, I mean, there's Montgomery Cliffs. And she was so elegant. And the the way she held her cigarette and some of the films she did, she's Swedish. She just set the tone. And where I'm stealing this from is I was watching, I was watching The View. And they're talking about great actresses, the Audrey Hepburns right elizabeth taylor's the greta garbo's and it's like it's somebody you're right angela lansbury had it i want these actresses nowadays to go back and see the ones that laid the foundation yes and the way that professionalism here's a guy today's this is this guy's birthday okay one more meme after this but i'm going to do all the talking because i do all the talking let me know if you ever worked with this guy and what he he means to this business for you happy birthday Joe oh, Petchy. Best. Love him. Did you ever work I, with the guy? Never work with the guy, but my grandma and I, our favorite Joe Pesci movie is My Cousin Vinny. Oh. He was so good. My grandma cackled. I took her to a real theater, and we laughed like you wouldn't uh, wouldn't believe. My grandma loved Joe Pesci. Oh, he was so good in My Cousin Vinny as the attorney. Oh, my. oh, is that a great movie? Go back and watch that, folks. You will love it. You know what's interesting, Fish? All the old movies, 80s, early 90s movies, are so much better than the crap they're putting out today. Oh, these Marvel and all these Dune 2. Uh, they, you know, they they just reboot everything. It's like with younger actors, and it's like, enough. It's the original, baby. Rocky one, right? I mean, oh, and th- these comedies like Eddie Murphy with Trading Places and Beverly Hills Cop, and oh my God! I mean, who, who was him and Nick Nolte in? What was that? Remember him? Forty-eight in hours. Forty. Oh, I mean, forty-eight hours. I mean, you're done. Remember he? he uh, what's his name? Um, uh, gets Eddie Murphy. You know, and he's got the money. I got the money. I got this. He goes, "You're done. End of story." And then he shoots him. Oh man. Nick Nolte was one fine actor. He still is. He's 80 something. Yeah. Well, so is this guy, Joe Pecci. And you look at some of that that yeah. magic. Raging Bull to me is yeah. his best best role Raging ever. Bull, yeah, that was great. You're right, because you're you're in the business. I've seen you. I've talked about you, how you just stole the scene in Shameless when you were the straight guy. You were a real asshole to Emmy Rossum and Dermot Mulroney in that in the scene in the diner. Everyone go watch Shameless the episode. Brad will get me the episode, I'll put it on the site. Uh, what season it was. But this guy doing, coming from, look at all these films, The Irishman, Casino, Goodfellas, and Raging Bull. He's the same guy. Not the same guy, but he's a dick. He can be yeah. a dick. And then my cousin, me, with two youths. Oh, then Plymouth Munster says, what's a youth? I, mean, I know. Your grandmother must have Munster. <laughs> oh, gosh. Some great actors, some great people. The young people out there, they got to go back and watch some of these movies. The Greta Garbo's. Yes. I mean, I mean, oh, how about Walter Matthau and Bad News Bears? Oh, come on. Oh. Nothing's better than that. Buttermaker? Come on, man. Oh, holding a beer? Yeah. He's the only guy that did the that, that was a baseball coach that never picked up a bat. He just remembers his point to Katie yeah. O'Neill and the rest of them. Right. So, oh, God. Hey. I, I, you know, you, we, you and I, we got about a minute to go. We talk about age and we talk about, like you just said, I totally agree with you. Go on, watch the classics. Let's learn from the Angel Landry. Check out this meme that I thought, because you're always talking about life. And this one really got me. Oh, man. It's, yeah. It's for yes. our listener, it's only a short trip. Enjoy it. it. And yeah. it's a kid looking in the mirror, and the man looking back is, at him is him as, as 90 year old. And oh, the, no, the line this... is, it's only a short trip. Enjoy it. But Brad said, enjoy every effing minute. Am I right? Absolutely. And by the way, thinking about uh, what you said earlier, will you set me up with Jamie? Jamie, it's me, Mr. Snacks, Granny. You got to set me up with your sister. Don't you think we make a great couple? 
I don't want you to sleep with my sister. All right? I can't have it. I can't have it. To commiserating. Not in my life. Is she dating know? anybody? Was she married? What's her story? Yeah, Come she on, was. Man. I'm going to go with my sister. So I'll tell you that. Then. But she's single. All right? Tell her about me. Does she right. know? She we got to get out of here. Does she listen to the show? What? <laughs> okay. Dave Linden, take us home, baby. You've been listening to the Fat Fish Podcast. Third on all your favorite platforms. Until next time. <laughs> Love you, Fish. Love you, too. Great show.